Pete Mondrian, 1872-1944. Painting number two with gray and black, 1925. He paints almost nothing. He constructs two or four rectangles. But he's a wonderful person, highly cultured and impressive. He lives like a monk. Everything is white and bare, broken up by red, blue, and yellow rectangles, which he scatters throughout the entire space, throughout the studio and the bedroom. This is what an American art collector wrote after visiting Mondrian's New York studio in 1941. Actually, there are not even colored rectangles to be seen in our painting, merely a black horizontal and vertical line structure and white and gray areas. The composition summons up no recollections of the visible world. It is purely a construct of the spirit. The path here had passed through Cubism, which Mondrian had encountered in Paris in 1911. The branches of a tree, the facade of a church tower, dunes at the seaside are the subjects of Mondrian's early studies. Step by step, he reduced the motifs to geometrical structures until in 1919 he liberated himself entirely from realist images and began to create his pictures using orthogonal structures, white, gray, and black brightness gradients, and the primary colors, red, yellow, and blue. He derived his proportions not from mathematical calculations, but rather from an intuitive assessment. In shifting the horizontal and vertical axes, Mondrian was seeking a balance between the different elements based not on symmetry but on asymmetry and thus creating a dynamic energy. The horizontal and vertical lines are more or less of equal thickness, but they are always thicker than normal outlines and thinner than the surface areas. The pictures are of different formats. Most often, however, they are rectangular, like our picture. Although there is up and down, no direction dominates. The areas are not bounded by the edge of the picture, which is why Mondrian's works were not meant to be framed. Mondrian wanted to do more than create formally balanced pictures, however. He wanted his art to be universal, liberated from individual and national elements. He believed that harmonically designed surroundings would ultimately make art superfluous. Art, he wrote, will be absorbed into the masses as life itself begins to take on an equilibrium. Visit the Museum of Fine Arts Bern and see the original works and download the free app Museen Bern from the App Store.